Today, I wanted to talk about uh, a subject that is really important when uh, you grow, when you grow as a human, when you grow as a leader, when you are facing new challenges. Because what I've noticed is that every time we reach a new level in our lives or in our career, we also meet a new devil. So this personal growth and development is never finished. And it's like every time we have to dig a little bit deeper in ourselves to solve something that is holding us back and keeping us from growing even more. That's why also these, these challenges and these crisis moments are really important because, yes, they are not comfortable. Of course, in the moment, we hate them because we don't like how they make us feel, often like failures. But at the end, it's those moments that really make us grow. And that's what I wanted to talk about in this episode and how it functions, what our basic needs are as human beings and how we can then grow. I'm Muriel, CEO, mom and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today, I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week, I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. And so to help you better grow as a person, I wanted to go back a little bit in time and also back to some basics and how we function as human beings. Because we all have three basic needs. We have the need of safety and security. And often with that comes the question, do I have enough? We have the need of belonging. And with that comes the question, Am I loved enough? And we have the need of self-worth. And with that comes the question, am I good enough or simply am I enough? And in childhood, everything we do is to satisfy those three needs, belonging, safety and self-worth. So, for instance, I was a very successful student. I usually had good grades in school and success in sports and in everything I did, because for me, that was my way to get recognition, but also to get love in my family. But for other people, it can be that you have become someone really funny, because that was the way for you to get those three needs, or maybe to release some tensions within your family. You became the funny person. Others can become the supporting person who's always there for other people, always supporting those in needs because that was also how you got love and how you got uh, recognition in your family or sometimes how you got safety also. That's really important because not all of us have grown up in safe families. Some families were harder to be in than others or sometimes big events happened in the families that made you become this kind of person. Then I, I have friends for whom being pretty 
and being very feminine was really important and they were the little princess of the family. And others were very loud because being loud was important if you wanted to be heard in your family and and you had to take your place by being loud and by shouting. And so all these things that we developed in our childhood and in our teenage times, well, those were serving us because that was really the way to fulfill these three basic needs. But sometimes when we grow, we suddenly don't want to simply comply to what others expect. We start really looking into what is really important for me? What are my values? What do I want from from my life? And so we start growing. And then sometimes the behaviors that has served us so well when we were children can stand in the way. And they can really stand in the way because you need to transcend these behaviors if you want to grow. And the problem is that this happens often not mentally, because mentally and rationally, you know how you should behave differently. This happens often somatically. And I'm just going to give you an example, a personal example. I'm currently in the middle of my lounge. Well, currently when I'm recording this podcast, but because now that you are listening, I already finished the lounge. And we put a lot of preparation in this lounge. We had prepared a quiz, an empowerment quiz for this lounge, webinars, uh, Facebook ads. Uh, we had prepared a lot and put a lot of effort in this lounge. And then we started our, our first ads and there was something happening between Facebook and Apple iOS that made the Facebook ads not as profitable as in the past. So in the past, we would have very cheap leads, but now suddenly the leads were almost five times as expensive. So we stopped these ads because they were too expensive. And then we also sent the first email for the people to subscribe to our webinar through Solvay and also to our database. And there in the very beginning, we didn't get a lot of subscriptions. And for me... This led to really a big crisis. This really led to a big crisis because I was just at the beginning of my launch, but I had this idea that maybe this launch is going to fail. And just the idea that maybe this launch is going to fail and I lost my motivation. I had a lot of anxiety in my, in my body and I was questioning everything uh, because of that. And then, of course, I analyzed myself. I, I'm teaching you a lot of things, so I have to apply them to myself as well. And at the beginning, I thought, yeah, but this is linked to my safety need because I need this financial stability. And because I don't have it yet, that's why I have this anxiety. And that's what I need to solve. Either I have to develop a more abundant mindset and trust that it's going to be okay, or I have to have recurring revenues. But then by really analyzing this, I noticed, yeah, no, it's not that. It's not the financial security because, in fact, we are making much more revenue than last year. And I still have a lot of cash on my bank account, so and, and, and I don't have to make that much 
revenue this year to be break even. So this is really not the real cause. It might be my excuse or what I think, but it's not my cause. And so I dig a little bit deeper and I realized that what I was feeling at that moment was something that I have felt very often. I felt it during my studies. I've always passed my exam in the first session. So I was really successful. But every time at the end of an exam session for the last exam, I would be completely stressed. I would, nothing could come into my head anymore. I would be really depressed and I truly believed that I would fail. I would fail and this was the end of it. And I remember my mother at the time already saying to me, yeah, but Muriel, this is what you, you say all the time. You always say that and then you always get good grades. But in the moment, somatically, I was really feeling this high anxiety in my body and it was clouding my mind. And then when I was the CEO of, of Plantain and that I transformed the organization, of course, I had financial security. I, I never earned that much money in my life than at that time. But I still had these phases where just the idea that I might fail would trigger big anxiety in me and not only big anxiety, but would question my motivation, I would lose my motivation. I would feel like maybe I should quit. This isn't for me. And now that I launched and, and I always got through it again, I was very successful there in the transformation. And then now I, I'm launching my own company or working in my own company. And I had this again. And it's not the first time I have this since I'm launching this business and growing and scaling the organization. I've had it several times. And every time at the end, when I look back, when I look back, I think this was a great year. We had great challenges. We overcome them all. We had great revenues and profit. But that's when I look back. It, it's not how I feel when I look forward. And so every time I just have the idea that I might fail, I have a huge anxiety, a huge loss of motivation. I can question everything again. And so I really dug deeper into that. And that is because I have received love and recognition as a child only when I was successful. I unfortunately... In my younger years, I haven't received this unconditional love only when I was successful. And so I came to believe also that I didn't need really that love and that trust. And it really helped me become this, this successful person because I succeeded in everything I did in my life, but always with a very high anxiety. And so today what I'm doing is I'm trying to work somatically on that anxiety because those were behaviors that I have developed from a very young age and these are deeply ingrained. And I know these aren't serving me anymore because it isn't serving me when I feel like quitting and I lose my motivation and 
and I retreat in, instead of just trusting that it's going to be okay. And if it's not putting new actions in place, which is the way to success. So I, I know that mentally, I understand it. I've read a lot about it. And, and even I can tell myself, but you know, Muriel, you've been in this cycle so many times, you know, it's going to be okay in the end. But the problem is that my mind knows it, but my whole body doesn't. So I had to work really somatically and I still have to work somatically on that. And what I mean by that is, first of all, not especially escaping, because when I'm in this high anxiety, I'm very action oriented, like probably a lot of you. Either I'm going to act from this place of fear and anxiety, which is completely unnecessary because sometimes I just have to trust the process. Or sometimes it's, it's really so uncomfortable that I want to change that feeling immediately. And I, I start judging myself and I start thinking, okay, how can I change this? How can I change my negative emotion into a positive one? What can I do to change it? Well, in fact, what I first have to do is simply learn to accept, really learn to accept this anxiety that it's there, that it has served me, that it is still serving me from time to time, because I just heard a, a video, a YouTube video, where somebody was telling, yeah, if you were happy all the time, you wouldn't adapt and you wouldn't evolve. And probably as a species, you would not survive. So those feelings, those negative emotions that we have, they have a purpose. They have the purpose for us to grow. And so if I want to grow, I have to really to learn to accept these negative emotions and just see them as that. And so that's what I try to do now is when I'm aware of it, because Sometimes you are caught in the middle of that negative emotion and you you already think, what can I do to change it? Now I simply try to bring tenderness to those fears, to that anxiety, to accept that it is there. Sometimes I even put my hand on my heart, in my chest, because it's often there that I feel the anxiety. It's it's in my chest as it's compressed. I just bring my hand there, I breathe, and I'm just imagining that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And what also helps is doing some meditations in that moment or watching videos of people that have failed and failed and failed and in the end were very, very successful. That also helps. But I try then to accept and to take care of my body, to take care of my emotions and instead of trying to escape it. And so just think for a second, how did you satisfy those needs of belonging, safety and self-worth in your childhood and in your teenage years? And is this behavior still serving you today or are you like me and it can bring you a lot of stress because a lot of people who who have been successful very often and who have been good students, well, they struggle with today's times that are moving so fast where 
people tell you you have to work agile, you have to work in little steps, but and that you have to fail forwards. But it's really deeply ingrained in you that it's not okay to make a mistake. It's not okay to not foresee everything in advance. And still you have to change. So what is the behavior that is being triggered in you when things don't go as planned or that is standing in the way of your success? And how can you bring some tenderness to those behaviors and simply accept them Accept that I have served you and, and increase your energy and take care of yourself so that you then can move forward. And last week, I talked about this with a, with a friend of mine and she asked me a great question. She asked me, who are you when you are not successful? And I never thought about that question Who am I if I'm not successful? Because my whole being has been forged and formed to be successful all the time. So I was really thinking about that. Who am I if I'm not successful? And maybe you can ask yourself that question as well. Or who are you if you're not funny? Or who are you if you're not this supporting person? Or Who are you if you're not pretty or who are you if you're not loud or who are you then? And I, I was jogging then with another friend and I was talking to her about this question and, and she said to me, yeah, well, who are you then, Muriel? And so I was thinking about it and I was thinking about some moments where, where I felt Like, I'm not successful for the moment, whether I am or not, that, that, that's how I felt. And I noticed then that every time I feel like that, there are some benefits because I am much more accessible. I'm not this, uh, this, this person that everyone thinks, uh, wow, uh, you're really doing great. I'm then accessible. I, I'm vulnerable. I'm also asking for help. I'm also letting go, able to just let go and enjoy life and enjoy the little things in life, like going out when we still could go out, of course, or helping someone else or just cooking something or, or even doing the dishes or doing the laundry then I start just enjoying the, th the simple things of life and I am much more accessible and much more vulnerable and I create deeper connections. Every time I've had like this crisis and for me the crisis is always linked to that, the, the idea that I might fail. It's just the idea because if I fail, I'm not worried. If I fail, I know I can deal with it. It's just the idea that I might fail that is worse for me than the failing itself. But every time I've been in this crisis, I shared with others and I've created deeper connections also. And I was able to let go also in that moment and, and to grow and to reconnect to what was really important for me. So ask yourself the question as well, who are you when you are not successful? And how can you then bring these nice elements also into your everyday life? Because I'm really convinced 
that it's when I'm able to completely let go of the result and the need to be successful that I am successful. It's really ironic. And and I've witnessed this a, a couple of times already in conversations with with really key people. When I let go of the need of being successful, that's when I'm truly connected to the other person and to myself. And that's when at the end, I reach really great results. And not when I'm in in resistance, really chasing it, at all costs with a lot of effort. That's what I wanted to talk about. What are the behaviors that you have created that might might not always serve you today? And just bring some tenderness to the anxiety that you might feel when those behaviors are standing in the way or when those fears linked to those basic needs are there. Well, thank you and we'll see each other next week. Bye. Yeah, you finished another episode of Rebel Leader with a Heart. If you want more, go to rebelleaderwithaheart.com for show notes and past episodes. If you love the show, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week, you Rebel Leader with a Heart. Hello there! How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. Keyleader.com slash fast times. Qileader.com slash fast times. Now let's dive into today's podcast episode.